woman one at a time Ah, for every woman there is a man My baby says she wasn't put here forever So she gon' roll as many as she can Texas Slim, y'all. something like this really you know people always stirring you know it, it's something that they see 
friends, real friends, always, family, we have disagreements about things. Doesn't mean that you have to go hate. And people keep things going on and on. And I know we're getting off subject over here, but look, nothing has wrong. Nothing <laughs> has ever been wrong. Yes, you lose touch, you do different things, life changes, we grow up, we do things. Doesn't mean anything happened. And I know I'm telling you, some of the best times that we, we talk about those memories were those days when Neeks was happening, before Neeks was happening. This Dude, goes back. When you got friends we, that go back before all of that. We were intertwined since I moved up to Topeka. Absolutely. Uh, I got a job at the Athlete's Foot. He was security in the mall. Yes, sir. Then he left, disappeared, couldn't find him. <laughs> then I got a job at Southwestern Bell. I'm on the fourth floor. He on the ninth floor. Okay. <laughs> and then. But he didn't skip a whole lot of time in there. I think you actually hired me at that foot play. I worked at that shoe. Yes. Place. See? You and yeah. the, the gals over there. But see, that was still before we broke off. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then, then, then it was Southwestern Bell. Right. We hooked, hooked back, back up. Again, right. Then we broke off again. Right. I went we, to the barbecue thing. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I, over there. I, I went when I lost my wife and it was a, I went through a bad depression, probably four or five years right. in honesty, even though I was functioning and doing things and raising my son and all that. I, my heart wasn't there. I, I mean, I was still suffering. And then we broke off. Right, absolutely. It came back to do neat. Right. Okay. And then we broke off again when right. you went down to Texas. And now you know, your son, Chris, did one year at Penn State. Right. Decided that wasn't for him. Right. Left. Then yeah. Dominique went to college. He did one year at KU. Decided Left. it wasn't for him. Left. Left. <laughs> <laughs> something here. There's something going on. Yeah. So then Nick was like, wait, if the older ones are doing it, I'm going to do one year in Arkansas. Leaving. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But you know, man, the, but the great thing about all that is, man, it's just things that you can get together about and you never, with good friends, you, you leave, things change in your life. And just like you said, how long did it take you to get through the fact, and you never do. When you have a loved one, you do. You go through something. There's so many people that go through this, whether it's depression or they go through things. And at that time, you're functioning. You're functioning through these problems. And at that time, it's not a matter of whether Mike Babb or, or Ed Davis or Eddie Lee or Texas. You you go through these things, and somebody can come over here and say, you know what, man, we got some things going over here. But you never know what that person's really going through. You're functioning, but you're not functioning. Yeah. And so, and so I know this is this is getting a lot deeper, but you know, it, it's something that we all go through, we live through it. And here's the best thing about it. It's just like when I when I screwed my business up, I you blame everybody. Well people stealing, you got all these excuses. But until you come back over there and say, you know what, that was on me. <laughs> no, for real, that was on me. Yeah. So you take ownership and now what you're saying is, you know what, man, as I look back through it, I was jacked up. Oh, and, yeah. and so, you know, people can go back through there, but the only way we hit bottom, you hit that point. It's not always, always rock bottom where you're out in the streets, but it's something like that. Man, look here. Sometimes you get that reality check. You can say, man, right. but we now here's the great thing. We still here. See? And now we're, you know? now we're back connected. So so now, so now let's just, this is the last two. time y'all need to, I don't want to hear no more about no squash, no beef, <laughs> no nothing. Everything is all I still good. want my cousin to give me my marbles back, though. So, <laughs> I still got beef with him on that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Eddie, now Eddie's going somewhere else. But man, this, no, this is great. I appreciate y'all giving us a chance, man, to come hang. I know Ed comes up with all these crazy ideas that we think it is, man, but you know what? It's, it's all good, fun oh, stuff man. to sit around over here. Stuff that we, we want to sit around here and just talk about life. And, and people need to get on board, man, and mm -hmm. check this out. Because this is great. We just get to sit around the table and do oh, stuff. Yes. And people, everybody got the stars. All these people are doing this thing over here. This is great. And it's great therapy. I, it is. It is. I really want to give a shout out, though. I called Eddie Monday after our first podcast. We were being listened to in the Netherlands. Ireland and Mexico. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. And, and, and so tell a friend, tell an enemy, yeah. just tell somebody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Call that person that they say you got a beef with. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to use this as therapy for everybody. We're going to straighten it out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's funny because we talk about this because, you know, like I'm at Topeka High School and when I see two of the fellas having beef with each other, I always come to them as. What if we were to lose him tomorrow? You'd really feel really silly that knowing that y'all went through something right. that y'all should have swashed. You try to tell the young ones, you know what? It's not you two fighting. It's the group around you that's hyping y'all up to fight. Right. There so, you, you know, like I said, man, be smart, love, 
and cry and have fun, man. Yeah. That should happen every day, man. Yeah. You yeah. know, because you, you were blessed. We're really blessed, man. Yeah. I'm blessed to be here with these young men. Man, you this, know is, what I'm saying? this is, this is yeah. fun with me because I'm talking about Texas Slim. When you look at people. People saw us last night, and, and, and the other guy, I wish he could have came over. He's hung over somewhere at the hotel. <laughs> but we had a blast last night. People looking at me and Slim, you got these people that are opposites of what they're going to do. But since I've been in Texas, opened my place up two and a half years ago over there, that dude right there, Texas Slim, was the first guitar player that played in my place, and now he's calling himself the fourth bad brother. Now he's enjoying the family. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Whoa, 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 That's what he said. That's what he took for. First first show, I'm on the microphone. Is my name on the sign yet? <laughs> <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't played that much yet. You know? So I got my little skinny white friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, see, I got hey Bobby. Uh, yeah, Bobby will back me right. as the fourth one. Uh -huh. Dave won't. No, because I tried to bring in Jerome Bettis barbecue sauce. Yeah, you tried yeah. to do that. Yeah, you, 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 you took that out. Of so. Annie looking at me like Jerome better than barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah. Why do we have to go back to the Steelers? You know we had. You know he was going to squeeze that in. I know this is not. We talk about the Cowboys. Talk about, but don't bring the Steelers. You mess with the Steelers. Mike could tell you at one point I had Jerome Bettis peanut butter, Jerome Bettis barbecue sauce, Lynn Swan cereal. Okay, look. I know I hate to, I was talking about this. Ed got to the point, and this is one of the, you know, we talk about fans, and I love the Cowboys, but they don't make me lose sleep. This dude, I'm telling you, I don't, I'm not going to mention because I know people on these podcasts, and I'm not hurting anybody's feelings, but we can be real. This dude, after one of those Steelers lost, and we was at Knicks watching the game, Ed got his baby in his hand. This, and this is the truth. I'm not lying about this. He's got his baby in his hand. This young lady, his lady, at the time, she's going through over here, and she's come over there, Ed, she said, oh, my God, the Steelers are losing. Please, please win. Please win. I said, you're a Steelers fan? She said, no, but I know what kind of mood he gets in when they lose. She walks up to him. She walks up to him and says, what are we going to have for dinner, Ed? He goes, are you kidding me? You want to talk about what we're having for dinner? The Steelers just lost. And I turned around. I'm thinking, whoa. Now, that's a fan. But you appreciate it. Yeah, I promise you. But that's where he was at that time. So I know it kind of distressed about that. This dude here. The worst I ever done, and I, I feel bad about it. Okay, but it was funny. Uh, the Steelers were losing at halftime, and my my girl at the time, uh, my son's mom, she called me from Kansas City. She had just gotten back from Chicago, her and another lady. So she calls, and she goes, Ed, the car won't start. And without thinking, I said, neither will the Steelers' offense. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> That season that he's talking about, the Steelers, because my daughter was born, mm -hmm. they went 14-2. and two. And I tell her that she's better than my son because when the, he was born, they went 13-3. and three. <laughs> Okay? <laughs> you know they, they went 14-2 and two and uh, corrupt... And Natalie had a song called It's Over. And they was like, it's over, it's over, now move over. Yeah. It's my turn now. I played that song after every Steeler win. Yeah, okay? Yeah. It was the playoffs, AFC Championship game. The Steelers lost. I had people coming in the Neeks to comfort me, Steeler fans, going, dude, we ain't going to let you take this loss by yourself. Okay? <laughs> 14 weeks, Mike had to listen to that song. As soon as the game was over with, the first song I hear is over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he couldn't wait to play that. Wait. not wait. Uh, yeah, that's great. I get emotionally involved with my Cowboys, too. The, the yelling you hear at my house is always, run the ball. How come we don't ever run the ball? Yeah, yes. But yeah. see, yeah. Okay, so now how long have you been playing Texas? Then we're talking to Texas. I, well, I started, uh, I started playing guitar when I was six years old. That's 40 years ago. Wow. And, um, and I, I've never really wanted to do anything else. With my whole life, as soon as I played a guitar, Quick. I'm like, this is it. Quickly, top five guitarists, in your opinion. Top five guitarists? I'm going to name a bunch of blues people. That's fine with us. I'd have to say Freddie King is probably the greatest guitarist If you don't know, ever look lived. him up. Freddie <laughs> King? That's what YouTube's for, That's little right. kids. Freddie King, uh, Johnny Winter. 
Okay. Uh, one of the, again, one of the greatest guitarists to ever play. Well, now, all of us love Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. If you don't have Jimi Hendrix on your list, throw it away. Something's wrong. Start over. Something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong. So right. we got to have Jimi Hendrix in there. Okay, we need two more. Well, B.B. King. Come okay. B.B. King right. can say more with one note. I've seen people run circles around him and then he just kill him with one note. <laughs> right. Right. One note. It's over. Right. Yeah. Okay, we need one more. Okay, I'm going to say... Uh, I really like Albert Collins. I used to go okay. see him a lot to the point that he recognized me. And he'd come out because I was always on the front table sitting right in front of that guitar. He'd slip up to the mic. What's up, Slim? <laughs> cool. That's live. Back in the 80s. That's live, That was man. back in the 80s. That's live. Mm-hmm. I, I, and, and if you went right now to Ancestry.com, mm-hmm. somewhere you and Kid Rock got to be. <laughs> he he kind of look like Kid. He kind of talk like yeah. Kid. Somewhere y'all, y'all yeah, yeah, infused. Yeah. I like Kid Rock because he uses a lot of older mm-hmm. stuff. and, and Right. And mm-hmm. I, I really like right. it. You know, really. something that Slam probably won't tell you guys, man, is that, like I said, when you're talking about the soulful part, that this boy will pick up a guitar. And last night, I started, we doing blues. I ended up, Singing Marvin Gaye, let's get it on, yeah. and James Brown. We went into a whole soul bump. Yeah. This boy here just went went to a whole another level. But he now still he just got back and doing a tour with uh, Freddie King. With Freddie King's passed away, but they did a reunion with their old band. They took Slam is now a member of the original Freddie King band. They went to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania last week. Cool. Did a show over there. He's playing with BB King's daughter. That's right. In a show, I come see. You don't talk about all that, but I'm telling you, man, he's a bad boy. No, but he's got yeah. very, very humble about what he does. But, but he good, plays. Man. But he that's gets good. an opportunity to play with a lot of people. He gets those calls. I will that, say so. this about playing with the Freddie King reunion band. This this is the touring band that Freddie King had through the '70s up till the time that he passed away in '76. And let's just say you you grew up. You liked rock and roll. Rolling Stones was your favorite band. Mm-hmm. This was my what I idolized. Now I'm in the band. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Oh, wow. Can you imagine? Wow. 1976 and he, he right. was being wow. 46 years old. I was, I was 13. Yeah. I was 13 and 76. Yeah. So I never met Freddie King, but I know his whole family and I play music with him. And now I'm in Freddie King's awesome. old band. Right on, man. Now, Mike, yes, sir. when did you get the music bug? Because I had never... Heard you play, never seen you sing. He was always shooting jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, you know what, man. Really, where it all started, there was no real history back there. When I grew up, you know, I grew up in the church, and and you know, I was always either singing in choirs. And my dad, at that time, did a lot of singing, and so we had these gospel groups that used to travel around, and and we played and sang, and and so you know, and after he passed away years ago, then we, like I said, I got out of the gospel thing, and really, when I started getting into it. I fell in love with the blues. I've always loved music. The classic rock, R&B, the old Motown is my stuff. I'm old school. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I did Bad Brothers, I had an opportunity to start bringing some blues guys in. And, and the guy out of Kansas City and D.C. Bellamy, who's played a long time, I got, got involved with him. And so they used to come over to my place and do the blues. And that's when the bug for the blues, mm-hmm. it hit me. And it wasn't about just people here. It's just like country. Somebody says country, said, oh, I don't really like it. When you hear the blues, it's like, oh, I don't really like it. But if it's just the live entertainment part of it. And so when I started coming in over to Neeks and I wanted to do that thing on Sundays, mm-hmm. Ed did, well, he wasn't about the blues because he always did He always did jokes. He didn't know how to do jokes about that. Well, <laughs> it was 8 o'clock. Mike seemed Stormy Monday again. You know, <laughs> but, but, but that was part of it. Yeah. But, you know, these were people people love to hear that, and that's what they come in there for. But I got bit by the bug, you know, and, and it's something, man, all of a sudden. And a lot of people still to this day, just like last night, they says, Mike Babb sings blues, mm-hmm. you know, and they were always knew the basketball or they knew the barbecue. Mm-hmm. It says, you sing, when did you start singing? And so now being in Texas, people think that that's all I've always I've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, now I've got a place. I said, well, I open this place so I can sing every once in a while, you know. So, so I still sing Army Monday, too. So if they, think, <laughs> if, if, if they think that's all that you do is the blues, let's give them a little test run of what's really going on back in the day. Mike uh, oh. went to Holland Park High School, all state. Was kicking everybody's behind. This guy, man, he the only thing that was 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 higher than his jumper was his afro. Come on, man. <laughs> but, man no, he, I, no, there was something hey. else higher too. Something else was higher. Was my shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. We shorts. had this. 
One time we had to go to Starmontville and get us a bone bone splint, make sure everything was okay because his shorts was tight and they was high up there. I'm gonna suffer from that. Somebody said, "Man, what happened to your package?" I said, "Man, look at them shorts." <laughs> no, but uh, them, them were, and we call them the good old days because mm-hmm. Mike could tell you not only did he get the bug as far as music. Our families, we had to listen to Motown. Absolutely, yeah, too. You know, I mean, yeah, we had to. Whether it was coming downstairs, showing off in front of our families, uh, friends, that, that, or at that, the top uh, of the stairs. 11 30, 12 o'clock wake up call yeah. to come dance. Yeah. 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 Hey, boy, come on in here and do that. Show, show yeah. what you can do. Show yeah. what you can do. Yeah. But the old, the old music, but you know, it all ties in. You know, to 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 everybody. You know, you get these the, the Motown to the classic rock. Mm-hmm. You know, it's old gospel. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their thing mm-hmm. that people feel. And even when I did the blues shows at Nick's on Sunday nights, we did it after after the blues over, which was the jam was a couple of hours. Then I had we had a DJ that came in that played afterwards, but it was old school. So it was just like it would all tie in. You know, and yeah. people would come in over there, and it was crazy. But it was an older crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, Sunday Sundays at Nick's started off with different sections of the place. People had their own section. Like, this was Chiefs. This was Cowboys. <laughs> this was Steelers. Yeah. Uh, San Diego. They ordered the same thing, okay? At one point, you could even set it out before they got there because you knew they, they were coming, coming in. Absolutely. And then right after the game, all the fans would leave, mm-hmm. okay? And then the blues lovers came in. <laughs> yeah. And then some of those would stick around, but a lot of them would leave. And then the old school people came <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah. And and it was just this revolving door. And they knew when to show up. And, and, and you knew when to shut it down, you know. And there was never any, you know. And, I, you know, I, I, you know, didn't work there, didn't get a chance to be a part of it. But, you know... Not bragging on them fellas, because I wouldn't, because I was trying to keep my ladies' game up going there every week. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it kept me above water. You okay. say, both okay. of them would tell you that. Yeah. You know what? And, and 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 I'm just gonna put this out here: uh, the person that left the panties at Neat. Oh my goodness! Okay, this was a, this 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 really happened. Our Third partner in crime, yeah. and we had a lot of so so there's a lot of people there, so that'll right. that'll let people start guessing. Right. Demanded that we put in a dance floor. Mm-hmm. And we like, dude, we, we don't have yeah. a dance, we don't know. Cause I'll do it myself. I'll pay for it and do it myself. Yeah. How are you gonna put a dance floor in? Me and Mike come in to work the next day, there's a dance floor. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Uh-huh. I mean they done cut the carpet, they put tile down and all this. And we're like, well, I guess we got a dance floor. We start cleaning up, and Mike's like, uh, we got more than a dance floor. <laughs> we got a pair of lace panties <laughs> over here. Panties, panties got left in the club. Yes. Now, we, the place ain't open that night. So no, yeah, the place is clean. The place is clean. So now, the carpet's gone, the dance floor's down, and some drawers rolled up over here. Yeah. What do you think happened? Anybody can guess at why they were left there? Do yeah, we if anybody's missing a pair, they can <laughs> give the, yeah. the, the podcast a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was a whole lot of things that we won't talk about. It. That, that, one, that one was, uh, we won't talk about who that person was. Well, we think that was involved in that, yeah, but yeah. Our, our other partner in crime. But uh, Yeah, that's all we're going to say on that. This is okay. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, yes. After that, after that, after that, after that So now, now, in the bad family, Okay, uh, sports-wise, yep. where did you rank, honestly? Now that your days of playing are over, you can honestly say, you, you know, know what? Man, and this is, I know it sounds kind of cliche with that. You know, everybody was kind of in a different era. Mm-hmm. We all played different positions. You know, pro- I would say, honest, honestly, there, there was nobody better than my brother Bob, period, bar none. I'm, I'm not talking about just in the family, just around. But he had that, let me tell you, he had that mentality that he didn't really care. But he, that was the one you look up to. This guy, he was, he was a high school All-American. Nobody really knew that. 1969, 70. Out of All-American. And I'm telling you, them and the Highland Park Speaker High at that time had some great athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Speaker High, Terry Smith, a lot of these guys was playing back over there. And then my brother Bob, these guys. And he was like, I had letters from every country, every, every team, UCLA. You know, he had everybody in the world wanting him to play basketball at the time. He went to Highland Juco his first year out, and everybody said, 
you could go anywhere in, in the country to play basketball, and you're choosing high school. But his best friend at that time, a dude named Les Packard, that was the only scholarship that Les got, mm-hmm. and that's why Bob went there. Mm-hmm. And you, and you, and he just had that mentality yeah. that wow. it wasn't a bad thing. It was just he didn't really care or didn't think, but he knew he was good at what mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. Then he left there, went to Emporia State, and played out there. Had a chance to play professional. It was back in the day we played AAU still. Kansas City Kings were actually there. It was their mm-hmm. oh, okay. they were in Kansas City at the time, mm-hmm. and he had a, got an invitation trial. I don't want to go. His daughter Shayla was born at the time. I don't want to go. And it just had that mentality. And when, you, and when you think about that, when he says Terry Smith and Bob Bab, we're not talking about just area people. I mean, them cats was hooping against JoJo White. I mean, any, anywhere you go, these were young men that went in high school. I notice a lot of times when our high school kids travel now, they'll go and sit up and play video. These kids will go to... Texas or St. Louis, and they'll go to the closest basketball goal where there's five on five, and they go out there and put Topeka on the map. Yeah, these yeah. guys could play ball. What I got a chance to do that I was really proud about is I got to share an opportunity to play with Mike on a, a, a AAU team, yeah. Wild Wild right. West uh-huh. League, and we were just beating the mess out of everybody. <laughs> then I got a chance to coach his nephew, John Babb, in football, and this kid was averaging – a thousand yards a season. Right. So you know the tradition goes from generations to generations to generations, and it was just partly now you notice when you, I can get out in the car right now and drive, man, and we don't see the kids playing in the football field. We don't see Pine no, Ridge no. Pack. No. You had to get there early, or you won't play. You won't yeah. play. You know, yeah, you won't play. yeah. Did you play any sports, Tex? I actually, uh, when I was young, I, I know it's going to sound crazy. I played soccer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was really into it. I played left wing. I scored a lot of goals. I, I assist was my best thing. I See, love sports. Yeah. I, I played soccer and I played goalie for one, not really a half. And then they put, <laughs> then they put me back as a forward yeah. because you know how the ball would go down. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the other, we kept it down there on the other side. So I was trying to watch to see where the ball was. So they kick it to the right, and I'd walk to the right. They kick it to the left, I walk to the left. Next thing I know, I was at midfield, <laughs> <laughs> and they just kicked it. It was a flat out race to get to the ball, <laughs> and they didn't score. I mean, I actually got to the ball before everybody. Right. I picked it up. Kicked it back down the field, and as soon as I kicked it, I looked to the sideline, and there's the other goalie getting up to come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's it. So, Ed, I, I never went so that's what that. Ed, they said, Ed, you used to play the yeah. I, play, I got to play. I'm playing ass back. They said, the ass back, and they said, Coach, I said, hey, Coach, I'm gonna go away, man. Get your ass back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like I told uh, Mike, I played with Nick and Chris, his son. Wow. And, and we were outside playing, and they kept calling me cannabis, right? And I thought it was because I was getting high, you know, I was jumping into, you know. Yeah. So I asked Mike, I said, dude, they, your son's calling me cannabis, man. Mm-hmm. He said, because I be getting high. Mike was like, no, nah, dude, they call you cannabis because you're out of shape, and all you do is puff, puff, pass. <laughs> 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 That's good. That's good, man. But, so, no, but to your question, but to your question, really, and I, I would put myself down just because it's different. My brother Davey was more of a point guard, but he was the smart one. He wasn't now the accolades, just under control, just made the right decisions, did that over there. So everybody was a little different over there. At the time when I came over there at Highland Park, we had some. We had a great coach, was Randy Springs at the time, and we had a good team for those two years over there. The first year, I didn't even play sophomore year, and junior year, James Patrick, the players we had, phenomenal basketball players, mm-hmm. and uh, and we won the uh, we won, like I said, won the state championship that Grand year. State. Lost, 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 uh, lost one game that year, and then uh, second year we won the state championship game, and then uh, like I said, two years in a row there. So, I'm, you know, I, I, everybody asks me, how, who's the best one? I said. I got the championships. Neither one of them. So, so, and they had the Grand State. The Grand so, State yeah, one year. And yeah, nobody, yeah, the, the Grand State, they, they did that. They will, nobody will ever take that away from us. The Grand State was, they had five classes. And 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A, and 5A. And all the state champions, they put a tournament for them. One year. It was out in Hayes, Kansas. Oh, it was well, there. And, uh, Atchison. And so we played, yeah, we, we ended up playing the little town of Madison the first night. And they were a 1A school, and I think we played maybe part of the first quarter. That was They got beat really bad. Mm-hmm. And we played another <laughs> little small town that's for the semifinals. And there was an upset in the championship. The 3A school played a 5A school. Yeah, Wyandotte got beat. Uh, yeah, Wyandotte got beat. Yeah, Wyandotte got beat. Larry Drew. Yeah. They, they got beat by the 3A Atchison. And so we played the championship against Atchison. 
And uh, of course, we won the Grand State. Well, then that was the only time they did. Then they did away with it because the smaller schools they didn't feel at that time had a chance. So mm. and they did away with it. So that one year, 1976. That's the only time that's ever happened. Now, wow. see, this is this. I, I just want to put this out here, and and I know you'll appreciate this because of your sons, Nick and Chris. Okay. Okay. They get a lot of accolades for their basketball. Right. Okay. Uh, they get, but not only was you a good player, but that's only half the gene. Okay, oh, your really? wife, she's talented, dude. The, and I, I, I used to work with her as well at Southwestern Bell. Right. And they had an obstacle course. And I don't remember what they, but they brought it in there one day right. and they let us run it. His wife ran that obstacle course like somebody snatched her purse. Okay. <laughs> See, I don't remember that, but yeah, she's she was, yeah, yeah. And now she's like a tri triad. She does, tri yeah, she does, some, she does some cycling. She does, like I said, she's into the. They do some the running with some of her friends and stuff like that. So right now, she said, "Well, I'm not in shape. I can't do it." But you know, it's, it's so funny because when we do go to the games, our boys' games, we've been really lucky with that. You know, especially around here, when Chris came back to the Big Twelve, a lot of the guys they knew the bad fans knew some of the guys we played. And they'd always, my phone would start blowing people saying, man, they, talk, they were talking about you, were talking about the bad. Nick, Chris's family played, da, 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 they played, and his dad, Mike, and, and every time we get home and somebody said on TV, my wife said, they never talk about their mom. They don't think they have a mom. <laughs> so the guy come up there, he says, well, was your wife playing or something like that? I said, yeah, that's, I learned this from Ed. This was an old joke Ed used to do over there. And she didn't know I knew it, but I was on there and they were doing an interview, talking about my kids and stuff. I said, yeah, here's the great thing about their mom over there. I said, my kids can jump and shoot free throws. White. You know, she come out there and say, Ed, you said stuff. Yeah, half black, half white. He said, yeah, because my kids can dunk and shoot free throws. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> that's pretty good. So, anyway. But no, man, it's, it's been really good. And, you know, the great thing for that, them got, they got to move to Texas. So they didn't have to live through that, yeah. knowing that, you know, well, you got the bab, you got this, whatever it is around there. So it's not something that you kind of back off because we don't talk about sit around and talk about we did this or we did that which some of my friends do still talk about well man I used to yeah. talk about that but my kids being in Texas nobody knew it they see they see Chris on TV at the time and it was just like Chris Bad from Texas well nobody put it together until maybe they put show a picture of me or something like that and go yeah. wait a minute he's not from Texas he's from, he's from Topeka Kansas and so then they tied it all together so it was not you're one of the bad brothers now I've become used to be Mike Babb, now I'm Chris and Nick's dad, you yes. know? Yes. So, so yes. I've lost my own identity mm -hmm. until last night. Now I'm digressing to our blues show last night, Eddie. This is a lie. We, the other guy that's with his name, Kenny Chavez, bass player. We're walking down to, to the, we were at the Friday's Arts Walk last night down North Topeka. And we're going through this thing. Well, nobody knew we were doing a show over there. So it's always, this lady always advertised, Mike Babb's coming, Mike Babb's coming with Texas Slim, mm -hmm. special guest Texas Slim. So... Most of the younger, they don't know who Mike Babb is around here. You know, you get out there and it's just, okay, you got to have social media. Come see this blues show. Yeah. So last night, we're walking down through here. We're getting ready to start the show. We got our stuff set up. We start singing a little bit. Well, the bass player couldn't believe it. He's walking down the street and he's seeing all these people. Well, you got, we got 7 million people in the DFW. Mm -hmm. He's in Topeka, Kansas. He's looking, man, where's the traffic? And people walking, yeah. he's walking down the street. And he came back in and said, I'm amazed. I said, what are you amazed about? He says, some lady standing in the middle of the street. Mike Babs playing. Mike Babs playing. <laughs> and I said, that's our social media to be. <laughs> we may vary. So that's how they got the word out. And all of a sudden, people start coming into the place. Yes, yeah. He says, yes. that's how they do it here. And so yeah. I had him convinced. Yes. That it was so funny. People oh. going through that. So I, the people used to know, but the young people, now they don't, you know, they don't know. Now I've become even in Topeka last, last night. Oh, you're John or Shayla's uncle. You know, so nobody really knows me. They just know their name. So I've lost my identity. Yeah, so yeah I'm Dominique's dad. You're Dominique's dad. That used to be fun. And oh, you know yeah. what? I'm proud of him, man. I, I know this is all about everything else over there, man. But you know what? That kid, you know, those those things that we've done over the time. I know you were in the comedy. You know, that our, the, our kids always stayed away from things we wanted to do. My kids didn't really get into the blues. They didn't like old school. They talked about it. And when Chris called me one day, he's sitting in some place. They're traveling somewhere when he was with the Celtics last year. And he's over here doing something. He said he's sitting in one of the clubs and B.B. King comes on Thriller Gone. Chris is singing it. These dudes are asking him, hey, you know about the blues, you know. But something's <laughs> come back. And Dominique now yeah. has, has become a great com a comedy, you know, a comedian, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so I'm watching him and I see his thing. How these kids grow up. And all of a sudden, now it becomes a competition. Because Ed said, I'll never do comedy again. I'll never do comedy again. So his kid starts doing comedy. Now I said, Ed, I'm making a comeback. All I said, Davis and son. Now Ed's got to do this. Hey, come over here and, and introduce me, Dad. So, yeah, no, yeah. that's great. I'm proud of that. That's well, awesome. Man. And, you know, and, and when you're working like myself, I work in the kids' field. And when you see all the things that go on out there with the kids and getting to be with, you know, you young men, it's just good that we are able 
to brag about our kids because there's a lot of negative. There's a lot of kids going the wrong direction. Right. There's right. a lot of young girls having babies. I mean, and it's just good to see that, you know what, from, from great-grandma, great-grandpa to grandpa, grandma, and us and, 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 and our moms and dads, right. man, you know, we raised our kids. And, and you know, I think do you have any kids? I sure do. My, oh, right. I have a son. He's 27 years old. He plays guitar in my band. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, so, so, they can't get away. It's funny because he, I call, he calls him Slim. So whenever he plays, he comes and sits in my house band sometimes. I call him Slim and Slimmer. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking at both of them. They're standing back there with the same mannerisms. I mean, it's great, man. So I'm sitting exactly. there. And the thing is, and it goes along with Eddie saying over here, man, here's the great thing about that. People... When you brag about your kids or you're, you're really proud, and people say, man, I know you're proud of your kid. He's playing ball on TV. He's doing it. No, y'all got this wrong. I'm proud of my son, for the, my, my, both of my boys, for the fact that they're getting an the education. They're being great citizens. Not saying that they're perfect, because trust me, right. everybody goes through that. But the thing is, when people get the wrong wrong impression about, you know, if they make mistakes, you, you, you slip up, you help them, and you try to push them along. You know, I grew up at that time over there when you didn't only get in trouble down here. You got in trouble when you got home for getting in trouble. Right. You yeah. know? And so exactly. now it becomes that thing over there. It's just like if any kids you talk about, what they're going to do when I see his daughters all, you know, it's all a family thing now because her, his kids things they've heard him talk about mm-hmm. now that's part of our family mm-hmm. you know what I mean they all get this thing over there Ed is you know he was the first we still talk about this you know Ed was we stand in line out there Best Buy years ago mm-hmm. to get the first Xbox mm-hmm. you know yeah. but, but that was yeah. one of his things over there but he got my yeah. son Nick, but Chris and it, but it's things like that that you grow to appreciate not because you have something like that it's because I want to show my appreciation for this kids with not wanting anything back right but right. we got exactly. your back you call me you let me know what's happening and even Dominique on his 21st birthday you know Ed, we had talked about his birthday I got on the phone call up there said hey man happy birthday and I know it was a shock to him because I said really you gonna call me it's just quick quick mm-hmm. when people know that you care that goes a long way with these kids, yes. you know, with, with the young people. So, so along with what you're saying over there, yeah. if you have a baby, that's okay. Do your thing. You, you've already done it. We can't do anything about that. How do we go forward? How are you going to be a good citizen? You're, and, you're a coach? Yes, yes. At, at, in the high school? Yes, I coach at Topeka High School. Yes. Yes. God bless you. And right? teach. You know, and you're, teach. you're really yeah, important to, yes. to our, our kids' future. I yeah, mean, I appreciate they, that, man. I appreciate that. A coach know. is a, a, a critical person in society to me that's my opinion a lot of coaches uh you know they go and they recruit and they they you know try to get the best athletes you know for their teams and stuff so along that line now that we know that nick uh has transferred away from arkansas uh be the first on double e podcast and tell us where will he end up go ahead well well you know i'm gonna make this announcement (laughs) <laughs> right here, he you know I know he's gonna do this over there. He's gonna go to, uh, he's gonna choose take his talents to the University of. Uh, hey, but you know, you know, for real. Hold on, before, I, <laughs> before, before, before I go that direction, you know, it's talking about coaches and, and, and things like that. You know, and this is something that you talk to. I know everybody that, that may be listening. You talk about athletes and what you go through, and when you're talking about good citizens, stuff like that. My kids, are, they're, they're good kids, and Chris, I'll use him as an example because he's at another level, and you know, when he's back, it gets back in the summer, so I'm gonna try to get him to come talk to you too, because I know yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. But, but anyway, when he got out, of, when he left Iowa State and, and got an opportunity to go play professionally, and, and it was something like that, and his coach told him the same thing. He's not like gonna be the best basketball player, but the opportunity he's getting because he's a good citizen. And, and so those people, these people, when you're talking about the GMs and things, when he does an interview and you go through his interview process with that, yeah, he may be that league minimum kid. He's going to have to grind to get there. He's going to do the D league. He's going to, he's going to struggle to get through that, but they're going to give him an opportunity. If you've got this guy over here who's having trouble and he's doing bad things and he's giving your, your organization or your company a bad name, mm-hmm. and you've got a kid over here that's going to be maybe that marginal player, not as good. But he's going to sit over here, do what you want, do what you ask. He's going to play hard. He's not going to be a coach, and he doesn't Culture mind getting that league minimum of the first year of four hundred ninety thousand dollars, the second year eight hundred. But really, are you going to complain about that? You're going to sit over there with a towel and wave it mm-hmm. and be happy. But but to have that that gives that opportunity because not only are you doing that, then you got a job after you're done. You know, exactly. so so it's, it's it's doing the right thing. So anyway, the universe, you know. Okay, so but before you tell us that, I just because we're talking about our sons yeah. and stuff. Uh, shout out to my son Dominique, my daughter Gabby, and Gabby can do no wrong because she's my daughter. She's your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> hey Gabby, I haven't seen you since you're a baby. Hi Gabby. I know, but uh, April twenty first. Okay. Dominique is actually going out to Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, he will be uh, auditioning, 
in front of uh, he's going to a comedy seminar. Really? Yeah. Uh, he was one of the lucky ones invited. Some of the comics that will be there to help him get his pictures, to help him uh, with work on right. writing like jokes and putting like everything uh-huh. together. Right. I just wanted to say special thanks right now from, from my heart. Coco Brown, Shane, Miss Laura yeah, yeah. from uh, Comic View, right. the Mooney Twins will be there, wow. Oak Flood, uh, Dick Gregory. Oh, man. Yeah. Dick Gregory. That's old. Yeah. Gregory. Yeah. yeah. And Dominique, Dominique said he can't wait to talk to uh, Dick Gregory. Yeah, right. He said just to soak up all this information. Lunel. Right. Okay. She'll be there. Uh, Rodney Perry. Uh, man. Trey Davenport. I mean, it's, and he does 10 minutes at the when the right. first day. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of tell him what they think. Then they help him out. And then at the end, they do another 10 minutes. Okay. And uh, he was, he was, I talked to him last night. He was like, Dad, he goes, uh, I'm already getting my material down. He goes, there will be no ad-lib. Everything will be top, boom, boom, boom. Man, that's awesome. Diamond. Yeah. 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 No, that's great, man. No need. You know, that's, yeah. a, uh, that's a great honor, man. You know, just, just to have that opportunity and, and, and just, it's, it's something that, you know, just having Ed that, that's done that and, and not, not to have him have an opportunity. You know, that's great, man. That's good stuff. Proud of it. Yeah, you know what? And and when when you see kids excel like that, man, and you've seen it in them when they was young, you just say, "Come on, come on!" You know, you, you're funny when you're little, man, and you're watching your dad, and your dad's funny. But see, he wasn't funny when he was when he tried really hard. <laughs> and I would say, Dominique, slow it down, yeah. uh-huh. relax. <laughs> you, you can get to the punchline. Right. You don't have to rush it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now, yeah, yeah, now mm-hmm. he's. You can't good. tell him. He'll get off stage and tell you yeah. if it's good or bad. Let's get back to Nick and where oh, he's man. going. Okay? Uh, yeah. So where where would Nick be going? Would be all attending right. college? Right. Well, we're going to, you know. All right. So so Nick, don't, I'm sorry that they, they put pressure on me. I got pressure over here. So Nick's going to choose to go to the university. Hey, Mike, of, Mike, Mike, wait. Wait. What? I want to say something about serendipity tonight. <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute! All right, go ahead. We gonna get back to Nick. No, all right, all right. Man, no, trying, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Trying to tell, I'm trying to tell people. No, I wasn't. tell us we, about Serendipity. We, we want to have a big crowd tonight. Okay. I just want everybody to know that we're gonna be at Serendipity. What yeah. time is the show? The show is seven, seven o'clock. o'clock. Down, seven down o'clock. on North, North Kansas Avenue, down in down in the Noto District, down there. The Noto District. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There was a time we couldn't cross that bridge. Man, look, that's so tall. When I said I came down on first. We went down. We were we were driving in town. We came down about first in Topeka Boulevard, and somebody we were talking about North Topeka. And this guy came over there. He grew up in Seaman, and of course my wife went to Seaman. We moved back over here. Says you're going to North Topeka. You gonna live out there? No, I'm not gonna live. No, because I saw the only time we crossed that bridge. And this is this is old Topeka history. You go over there. They had the albino lady that was over in the in the Rochester Cemetery. That everybody kept talking about over there. Somebody lived out there. You go out there just to get scared. Mm-hmm. And that was the only time you crossed yeah. that bridge. And yeah. then we wanted to, we we ended up like I said living over there. But you just didn't go. You didn't go north. You, but anyway, you think you're gonna you think you're gonna take a young lady over there. Oh yeah, she's gonna get scared and happy, and you end up outrunning her for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, man, the North Peak, you guys come out there, check it out. I promise you, this 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 Texas Slam, and I know they come out there, and everybody they use my name because this is my home. I did miss the prize package yesterday, so I'm mad about that. But but this yeah. is my home. This is home for me, and I, I got an opportunity to bring these guys over here from Texas, man, to give them some of that Midwest hospitality. I know these guys love it because these people treat them well, and uh, Slam can really get it done. So if you guys get a chance, I know it's pod. I don't know what time this is going to cast out, but it may be after. But you guys, next time it happens, if you're Texas Slam's coming, Mike Babb's coming, we're going to have some fun. And you guys, I know that we're not quite done over here, but please make sure to keep supporting what these guys are doing over here. There's double E. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're making up all double E stuff. But, but you know. No, that's this, it. It's okay. a double E podcast. Let's see. That's what I'm talking Daddy, about. Daddy, but you, got, but you guys, I thought I was trying to make something up. I thought I was going to make something up. We hey, can but, change but, the name to whatever you want to do. It's only our second no, one. No, for real. But you, know, people, you, guys, you guys go through that, man, because, you know, everybody, you go out here, you support everybody else. But these things, everybody that's taking this stuff from the ground up, 
you know, it, it, it takes everybody. And all you got to do is share it with a friend, tell everybody, spread it around. No, this may not be your favorite one, but I know this thing, the way it's set up, go through there, check it out, support it. If you, you know, if somebody out here, you want to advertise on these podcasts, get it on the ground, folks. I'm telling you, this price is going to go up. <laughs> At some point, I'm telling you, so it's gonna work. So no, I, no, but I, I, man, this is this is fun, man. This is See, good stuff. It is therapy mix. I would have been laying at the hotel just chilling uh, or finding. I don't know what I'd be doing, baby. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you'd be doing. What? You'd be telling us where is Nick going to college oh, next man. year? Okay, okay. Slim, are you done interrupting me now? No, no. Actually, I'm going to answer the question. No, I know where you want him to go. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm going to answer the question. I'm going to answer. You got an answer for it. I got an right. answer for you. I so he's going. Exactly. Okay, then, then, then. I know exactly okay. where he's going. Oh, he, okay, so I'm going to do this one more time, and, and if you don't, if you don't let me tell it this time, we're going to do this. Okay, he's going, he, and he's going, he's going to announce it. He said it's Monday, but I'm going to get it out here right now because the podcast, because this now it'll be done by the time he gets up. So he is going. The hey, I was telling you about oh. Nick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know? I'm done. you know, me coaching in the past years and, and watching Mike play, and I always tell my kids about your athleticism. You know, it's the thousand little things you do that's going to get you to that level. You know, and it's basics. You know, like handing the ball, you know, to the ref. Mm-hmm. Helping your teammates right. when they fall down, you know. Right. When you got somebody coming in the game for you, Pat them on the shoulders and tell them who they're guarding instead right. of having an attitude about them coming in for you. Right. Because how do they feel if you're upset about them coming in for right. you? That's going to take the confidence away from them. Right. Exactly. You know, and if you do the thousand little things, including fundamentals, which Mike has fundamentals. <laughs> yeah. He had the little pump fake. Yeah. You know, and it's all about the afro again, See, man. They're looking at the afro. The afro goes up. You jump your highest, you know. So Dion was right. When you look good, you play good. When you play good, they pay good. But you know, man, back then, we had that. At Highland Park back then, we had some pinstripe. Well, we thought we was cool. Pinstripe warm-ups. They were so tight. You know, and bell bottoms. <laughs> the warm-ups. Our boys warm-ups. Were tell what, we had the warm-ups. So you got out there, and what you had to do, because they was at nits, so they, they were stretchy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you try to, you don't let them get, the, the managers at the time, they put the stuff in the dryer, so you know what's going to happen. So you try to be the first one there. Literally, I stand on top of part of it, and you pull them up <laughs> and stretch it. Yes. And I'm telling you, you come out there, man, we looking good. The pros good. is together. You pull them up out of there. You come run down the locker room. And you get, prop, you know, you do the layup line to warm up. You get about one time, and then the things are back up here by your knees. Yeah. And so the bell bottom now, so now you take them off. You only get about one time to look good. The only thing one they lap. was missing was the heels with the fish in them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Huggy like bear. Shark. Like a shark. Like a bear. I did not play high school basketball. I played high school football, but I did play junior high basketball. Okay. And, and for me, what... As long as you just let me be me, mm-hmm. I would keep playing. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you do stuff like my uh, stepbrother, Russell Jackson. Yeah. That's why I don't, that's why I don't mess with the blues. Because I touch his base, and you ever get thumped in the th- mm-hmm. by a base player? That thing hurts. <laughs> and he hit me in the back of the head, and I never touched another guitar. <laughs> so, so I'm playing basketball, looking real good, dude. Mm-hmm. So and I want to be noticed. So when they when you come out, right. I don't want to be the first. Right. I want to be towards the end, you know. And I want to slow down, put a little distance between me and the next person. Have my number out, and I was actually number twenty three before mm-hmm. twenty three became twenty three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I come around. We go down our side, and everybody's cheering. And this is against Brooks Junior High, okay. And as we're turning the corner. We're coming down where Brooks was. The cheerleaders had hangers in our colors. And they were going, hang them up, Curtis. Hang them up. These were your cheerleaders? No. No, the other two cheerleaders. Okay. I thought it was funny, so I started laughing. (laughs) I sat on the bench. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I sat on the bench. Till it was 23 seconds left in the game. Right. Okay? I was so out of the game that I took uh, towels, and I was at the end of the bench. And I, I was laying down with my eyes closed. <laughs> and uh, they called. They hit the buzzer. I thought the game was over. I look up 23 seconds. And Coach said, Davis, get in the game. And, and I'm serious. I look at the time. I look at Coach and say, oh, that's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm all right. <laughs> and he said, no, get in here. So I got up. I said, who am I going in for? And he said, anybody. 
right? We were getting smoked. So I said, 23 in for anybody. Because that's what Coach said, right. right? The point guard, I'm supposed to throw the ball into him. I tell him, dude, just give me the ball, and I'll give it back to you when we get in, right? So like a fool, he hands me the ball. Oh, yeah. And I'm at midcourt. Okay, everybody's waiting on me. The clock is going down. I turned to the coach and I said, what do you want us to run? And he said, do anything. I said, anything? One bounce and a shot. <laughs> <laughs> now, did it go in? No. No, it was, a, it, was a, it was a 401 fast break the other way. I was the only one back there. <laughs> did, you, did you make it close to making it? No. no. <laughs> but I was in the score. Oh, one. So yeah, I was yeah, that's great. But you know, yeah. you know, when you when you mentioned something just a second ago, man, I, I've been very fortunate to really keep up, you know, with 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 your brother Russell. Uh, he, he I met met him when Neeks was going on the air. Kept saying, "Hey, I got my you know my brother, half brother Russell. He, he plays a bass. They play with BB King." Da, 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 when people okay. tell you that stuff. You be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, okay." Yeah, okay. Yeah, here he go. Right. No, he gonna bring his band up here. No, he gonna bring his band up here, man. We are gonna play this. Out. Yeah, okay. Right, right, right. This brother comes walking in over there, and Russell. Russell's a very small, little muscular dude. Yeah. And, and so he they come up BB King. I met him. Bought his little band, three-piece band. Well, I have my band in these. I'm the, band, I'm the house band, so yeah. you ain't going to come in here and show us nothing. So this dude comes in, walks in. He's got a big stand-up bass, too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, we're going to sleep. Comes in, has his little thing, starts playing over here. Let me tell you, after Russell Jackson finished that night, I didn't want to play the blues no more. <laughs> this guy's the, the best, one of the best bass star players ever. And mm-hmm. when I saw an interview with B.B. King, B.B. King said the same thing. Mm-hmm. He tells everybody that this is the best bass guitar player. And he came to, came to my place. He, he got in touch with me. And uh, he moved back to Texas. I was out of Canada. Moved back to Austin. He's back and forth. He came to my place one night and played. And uh, he's played there two or three times now. So we, we got to talk about a couple of weeks ago. How good is that? Oh, man, I'm tasting small yeah, world. Now he's, he's over there, but he's still traveling around. And and just uh, as good as ever, man. And I'm telling you, he, he's doing great. He's doing great. Yeah, he, he and and I hadn't heard him in a long time. So I was kind of scared to tell people, you know, hey, man, my brother's going to be in town. Right. So I only told like two or three people. And then I went to actually go hear him. And I was like, Dude, that's my brother. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. That's me. That's my my dog. That's my dog. Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Fellas, you know, we are really blessed to have you guys, man. This is, we really appreciate this. Thank you. Oh, man. I'm glad you guys did this. We're not going to let you, Mike, come to town. And we want you to be here all the time he comes, man. Thank you. That little set I hear, I can't wait to go tonight. I want to hear it. You better come on out. Yeah. You better come on out, man. Yeah, Mike. You make sure you visit us every time. I heard some blue. Listen in the slim. That's the slim in, in the house. Okay, so what is going through your mind now while this is while you're playing this? What, what, what are you thinking about? Completely blank. I'm trying to just feel something. I'm trying to keep my mind out of the equation. It's all right. It's all right. Check this out. Slim a solo during my song. All of a sudden, ain't nobody mad. There's nobody mad, but I'm standing there watching. You can't sweat. We can't look here. I don't believe I just want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Slim's, Slim's got not only is he singing and sounding good, but he's got his guitar. Just, man, I'm telling you, the guitar. Door. And that's what I said. I, I missed something. I'm just thinking about what I'm going to do. You know, I got up on my stage one night, did that, and I had a guy. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm serious, man. You see, that's what I'm talking about. This boy, y'all, I'm, I'm telling y'all, when y'all see this Texas Slim, y'all see this little skinny white boy that that's playing the blues. He, I, I think he might be the fourth bad brother. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he makes me feel so. I'll tell you, sometimes I forget. I'm on the stage over here, and I'm turning around. I say, "Come on, Slim." See, that's what we do with the blues, y'all having a good time. See, uh, Welcome, after everybody. this song, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, go ahead and expose where Nick is going to college. Okay, we got six minutes left on this podcast and about eight minutes left on this song. <laughs> Somebody gonna spill the beans. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, but I forgot because the blues. 
But here, I'm telling you, I get to singing the songs, and it's just like it's something. People always ask me, Mike, you need to sing one. I don't need to sing one. Because I got here, I'm listening to him. And I'm watching him, and I'm going through this thing. And then it makes it all fun that I'm going through this thing. It's not, I'll get up to some words sometimes. I sit there and watch this thing. And these people are just going crazy with that guitar. You know, it's unbelievable. Y'all gotta come out here and check this out. I think Nick is going to the University of DeVry, the class, <laughs> class of August. That's my guess, August. Okay. Yeah, class of August. That's, that's it. Well, no, he, no, he won't be able to make the tournament, though. No, I got you know. Okay, so the class of May. I'm going to scare He's still at DeVry. He's starting. Okay. Got a couple of mechanics, diesel mechanic, and maybe, you know. And if you need a if you need a plumber, you know, that can just puff puff pass it. I'll sign up for Devron too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll announce it here. We'll right now, I'm listening to the blues. Yeah. To the blues, baby. I know. I know. I know where it's going. I'll tell you what's going to happen in a few years. We'll just fast forward. In just a few years, Mike and Nikki Bab will have two. Sons in the NBA. Man, that's right, my man. prediction. That's right. You heard it right here. That's right, man. I'm, that's I'm sorry. Right. Hoping, I'm hoping right. That's all right. What's going on here? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. See, we, we're lucky enough with uh, YouTube. We can go back. Okay. <laughs> that. Well, I want to just show them that, that there's some more to guitar up past. That's where the neck ends. So you have to show them all that? Yeah, yeah, I gotta show them all that. I mean, you see, use it all. Yeah, where the, where the neck? Uh, uh, don't nobody play no guitar way down he there. He playing by the ear. He's down by the volume back over here. That's the thing, where you connect the strap. Past the neck, he at the back of the head. I want, I want, the, in the, kitchen. I want the dogs and cats <laughs> in the neighborhood to hear it. Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Condensate too. <laughs> condensate. That was my condensate. 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 No, condensate. So you don't sweat. You condensate. Oh yeah. I, when I, you cool. <laughs> when you cool. You know. You 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 condensate. Condensate. Slim. See. I work it off. I work it off. And Mike Mike can tell you I eat good. Oh. Good. I can throw it down. Play good. Play good. Play good. You get paid good. Both of them had 14 this year. Oh, 
Speaking of which, last announcement. I know we're about done. Oh, yeah. How do y'all sign off? Y'all got some nice special way up? Uh, actually, we don't really. Really? Uh, we wanted to leave it up to you, Mike. Take yeah, yeah, we're, we're listening to the... Take us home. Yeah, oh, man, we got what? Uh, 20 seconds. Okay. Take us home, Mike. Take y'all home. Hey, I want to thank between Texas Slim for coming here with yeah. Texas Slim. Yeah. 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 You can call into the podcast. Yeah. And we can put you on. We'll take care of you. See there? Take care of you. What he's telling you, he don't want you to come back to his house. And then, Mr. Eddie Lee, I appreciate y'all doing this. Double E, thank y'all so much for coming out here hanging with us. And I want to sign off this. Thank you guys so much. And uh, Nick is going to 